Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease love in the workplace is not an unusual occurrence love and stand-up comedy however can be a rarer find and today we are going to explore the romances that have inspired some of our favorite comedy sets i'm sarah wendell i'm alicia rye welcome to love struck daily where we bring love to your ears every single day Alicia, you go to a lot of stand-up shows, right? I do. I love stand-up. I have been to one at a Ramada in Toronto. Okay. Well, that might not be the best. Who was it? Do you know? I don't even remember, but it was actually pretty great. This guy made fun of America and I was dying. It was hilarious. It was like the unvarnished (laughs) view of a a snarky 20-something-year-old Canadian guy just absolutely ripping on all of the America Mm. nonsense. And this was... The early 90s, so there was a lot of nonsense. It was very fun. But I am not normally a, a comedy show goer. Uh, there's people, 
there for first of all a group mm-hmm. of people is called a no thank you yeah. and it's dark and it's late and it's loud and my they ears ring and that's late <laughs> that's that's my limit well no one goes to stand up at like 1 30 in the afternoon that's like, true there's no stand up brunch i'm thinking like there seven they're, they're definitely started like some definitely start at seven but i this is like one of the best things about living in la i think is is getting to go to shows and to like see shows that you like or people that you only saw on TV or something like that. Like that's cool to me. And yeah. so, and there is like a certain charm in, and especially like one of my favorite places to go is called the Largo. And it's one of those places where like someone famous will just hop on stage and grab a mic. And, you know, all of a sudden you're watching like, you know, Pete Holmes or Bill Burr or whoever. Whoa. Like it's like, yeah, it's very like very casual. And it's where they go to like kind of work out their material. And a lot of these comedy clubs around here is where they work out their material before they go on to like Netflix or whatever, their HBO special. So that is exciting because I like to see it before it's completely done because it is yeah. funnier, I think, when some jokes land flat and they're like, okay, great, note taken, and they move on. And I, I just think it's such a cool workshopping part of stand-up comedy. But I love stand-up comedy. I saw um, – who's the most recent person I saw – uh, oh, I saw um, Hasan Minhaj, which was oh, amazing. way, no way. And I think it was one of the funniest shows I've seen ever. It was so, um, so funny. So, oh my God, I was dying laughing. Like my sides hurt when we were out of there. And I told Kai, like I like comedy, I think, because it very much is a time when my brain can shut, shut off. Like it's yeah. like a switch. Like I can be like, okay, that's, you know, I'm not worried about something. I'm not thinking about my books. I'm not anxious about something online like i am focused on somebody else making me laugh and it's like a service and also it's a person telling you a story most stand-up has a context yes it's a lot like forgive me brain brain idea here mm-hmm. it's a lot like romance because if yeah. you're going to a stand-up you know that the narrative is going to be short or shorter yes. no one tells you a three and a half hour long story to make you laugh at the end of that mm-hmm. so it's going to be short and you know the goal is to make you laugh so you kind of know where you're going and you're already leaning in that direction so yeah. the expectations are already there it's a nicer place to put your brain when you know it's not going to be long right the goal is to be funny and right. if you already know that person's material you know there's not going to be any surprise like gut punches that you didn't see coming i never really went before i moved to la because there was no real option for it but this is like I, I try to take advantage of this because who knows how long I can afford to live in LA. <laughs> well, here today to tell us more about stand-up and the intricacies of love and serious relationships in the stand-up comedy world is our producer, Jillian Davis. Hello, Jillian. Hi, Jillian. Hi, it's so nice to be here and be talking to you guys about this. <laughs> Okay, so tell me everything about your love of stand-up comedy. How did you start? What is your your stand-up love origin story? I mean, there's basically two separate stories and and one of them is barely even a story. But I when I was a child, someone had given my parents a DVD because we'd gotten a fancy Ooh. DVD player um for the blue collar comedy tour. Oh. And I can't say that I, you know, loved all of the jokes and all the comics, but like I just remember being upstairs 
and like hearing my mom lose her mind laughing at some jokes. And I was like, what is like, I had to go downstairs and be like, why is my mom laughing so hard? And so that was like my first intro to it. And then there was really like a a second wave where I really fell in love with stand-up comedy. And that I do owe to John Mulaney. (laughs) I, gosh, this was like 2016, 2015-ish. And um, I was visiting a friend of mine in Memphis. And she was like, my sister just watched the stand-up special. Like, we should probably watch it. It was a night in. And it was new in town. And I just had never seen Mm. anything that made me laugh as hard as New in Town did. And I, you know, from then on, I actually developed a pretty big celebrity crush on him. And I was actually famous in my social groups. (laughs) No, you don't Uh, understand. Like, I see this. I see this. If if he would get like an article. Oh, yeah. You see where this you see the the car headed straight for the cliff. Heading toward a bad end. (laughs) There was layers to the situation and and we don't have to go too much into it. But essentially, he relapsed Mm on. He's told jokes about how when he was in his teens and early 20s, I mean, he was a raging alcoholic. He did a lot of drugs and he basically quit. So for a long time, his jokes were about how sober and boring he was. And then in 2020, basically, he relapsed and had to go back into reading have. And what has also sort of come out of this, we don't really know the order of how things happened, but he divorced his wife and had a baby with actress Olivia Munn. So it's it's kind of become like a really big thing in the fandom. And I feel like the conclusion that I've come to, because I did see him perform his new comedy at the Troubadour, like right as soon as things started opening. I mean, at the end of the day, he's still hilarious. He's really funny. But I I don't necessarily give as much of my heart to him as like a celebrity crush figure that I did when I was in earlier in my 20s. And also, to be completely clear, addiction is hard. Addiction is so hard. We don't have any good language about doing that and being public and being public and struggling with that. We don't know exactly what we don't know what that's like. Yeah. But I can thank him for introducing me uh-huh. to like the world of stand-up comedy because I I feel like I basically just learned about everyone by following him on Instagram. He would talk about people. I would follow them on Instagram. I'd see them on oh, that's so great. I'd see them perform on late night shows, on Conan, on all of those things. And I live in LA, so it wasn't long before I started like showing up at clubs and whatnot to see people perform. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind yeah. of how I got started. <laughs> and I can understand falling in love with that, even as even from a young age, listening to your mom laugh. There is something truly wonderful about. Wait, 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 hold on. It can yeah. be your job to make people laugh. Yeah, that's a job, really. It's a job and it's such a weird one because there are like, it's so weird. Super weird. So weird. It's just so weird to me that someone could be so good at something for such a long time and still kind of not be famous for it or not known for it. It's, it's all very weird. All right. So tell me the happily, happily ever after love stories that you've brought us because I'm so excited. Okay, or happily well, for now. I'm very excited. Happily for, now. happily for now. Well, I'm very excited about this too. So I want to talk in particular about two different couples that all of my speculation has come from their stand-up sets, which as we've kind of learned are not always facts. They are in fact stand-up acts and their Instagram accounts, but I've done my best to try and put these together. 
So the first couple that I would like to talk about are Taylor Tomlinson and Sam Murrell. So Taylor Tomlinson is actually a comic I've liked for some time. And I, I feel like a connection to her because we are like exactly the same age. I think we're born like a month apart or something like from Southern California. Both of us lost our mothers when we were very young. And like now she's kind of like turned into like the stand up version of this. And I'm just kind of the like civilian version of this. <laughs> but you know, she has uh, two really amazing specials on Netflix. The first is Quarter Life Crisis. The second one is Look at You. And she kind of goes over this, but essentially she is in a relationship with another uh, stand-up named Sam Morrill, who also has a very funny special on YouTube available to watch for free. And, um, you know, essentially they were like dating in private for, I think like, I don't know, like half a year or something like that. And then I think like around the time, if not the day her first special got released in 2020, they like released all these photos of them on Instagram and they were like, we're dating. It's a thing. And then lockdown happened and she's LA. He's New York. It's a whole thing. She also has her own podcast where she talks Um. about this. So like, you don't even have to listen to me about it to talk about it because she does as well. But he basically moved in with her in LA uh, during lockdown. And so they seem to be Mm. doing very well. And then after a couple of months, it would appear as if some kind of breakup happened. Now, how do I know this? I'm so glad you asked. She posted a really cute bikini bathing suit photo on Instagram, and he didn't like it. He still, Mm. they still followed each other, but he didn't like it. And that was like, I don't know, I just like, because they'd been doing a lot of content Uh. together in 2020. And then all of a sudden, I really wasn't seeing him around that much. So he didn't actually like the photo as in click the little heart to indicate that he liked it. He did not heart the photo. It wasn't that he said he did not heart. So it's not like he said, oh, I hate this yeah. or I don't like that yeah. photo. He just did not heart it. No, he did it with his, he did that with his actions. I see. I do not know him that well to know whether or not he liked looking at the photo. But here here was the next thing. Here was the next thing that happened. A couple days later, posted, mm-hmm. she posts a photo. Mm-hmm. She got bangs, like Ooh. across the forehead bangs. Uh, and, no. you know, yeah, that's they looked a good. I thought she looked pretty cute with them. I'm a fan of the bangs, but I just, I know mm-hmm. what that means to be a woman in her mid 20s who's just like yeah. trying really dramatic things with yep. her hair. And I just like that felt like a cry mm-hmm. for help for me. Yeah, that sounds like a cry for help. Yes. Um, I was just sort of like emotionally supporting her, listening to all her stuff. Um, but then recently, I believe they have gotten back together. And like I said, you can listen to Taylor's other podcast, Sad in the City, where I believe she has him on as a guest and talks <laughs> about it. Um, and they're trying it again. I can't imagine like a long distance relationship during the pandemic. Yeah, that's hard. It's very hard. hard. And like, I tr- truly like don't even know half of the intricacies of this, but I imagine it's hard to date someone who has mm. your exact same job. So they appear to be together now. And I mean, my whole thing is like, I hope that you like find your own happiness. So like if it's with each other mm. for the rest of forever, I hope that they find that. If whatever happens to them ends up being a different path and that works for them, I hope they find that as well. But right now, I'm very excited to have sort of like a stand-up it couple that I can follow because I'm just like a consumer of media and I love having a good it couple, you know? So who is your other love story? So the other love story that I would like to talk about, and um, it's it's also just really an undying love, it is much more high profile, Ali Wong and her husband, Justin Hakuta. Mm-hmm. Um, he is not a stand-up, but she is, and she is very famous. I hope everyone, you know, supplemental listening for this episode is her three 
stand-up specials, uh, all of which she talks about how she met her husband in her late 20s at a wedding and locked him in because he went to Harvard Business School. She didn't want to work anymore. Her time had come (laughs) and it was just time to like lock him down so that she could be a stay-at-home wife for the rest of her days. And it backfired when her comedy blew up and she got so successful and now she's like a writer an actress a producer like all of these things she worked so hard and he's had to quit his very high paying job but he supports her full-time on the road he sells the t-shirts at her shows i saw her right before lockdown at the will turn no she was hilarious way way. he sells her stuff he sells her merch he they are so cute together and so sweet and they have two little girls and her third special that's just come out on valentine's day is sort of like now she's in her late 30s and she's got all these things and she you know just sort of talking about like how her marriage and her kids have like changed her life essentially along with fame and it is really great and really funny and i've got an ali wong poster in my room and everyone should watch her oh well i think for this episode you jillian should share with us your love to go i i think the lesson to be learned here is how we should just let the things we love grow and change because that's kind of how life is life grows and life changes you And it doesn't mean you need to write off the things that you used to love. It can just sort of change and and pivot just as you're changing and pivoting every single day. Um, And, you know, don't be afraid to learn about some new comedy and some new everything. And laughter is good. Laughter Laughter is is the best. It is uh, truly the thing that will get you through all things. Yes. Well, if you'd like to make us laugh and if you'd like to tell us a joke or if there's like a new stand-up that we ought to know about, send us an email to lovestruckdaily at frolic.media. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at lovestruckdaily for extra content. I'd also appreciate if you could leave us a review, subscribe, and spread the word about our show. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios and Jillian Davis with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. We wish you a very funny happily ever after. with you.